Hi, I'm Adam Williams, and this is the Humanity Podcast. For those of you who have listened to this podcast before, you know two things. Humanity is about humanness and creativity, and the podcast mostly features one-on-one conversations between me and a guest. On occasion, I record a short solo episode as I explore my own humanness and creativity, my work as an artist, life questions, and I share encouraging and inspiring resources that I use. Today is a solo day, and I'm kicking off an occasional series I'm calling A Poet Was There. The idea for this series is based on a poem that I wrote in 2018 called I Want Poets. In that poem, I'm calling on poets as essential truth-tellers, the ones who are most equipped to help us understand the human experience, our own and others, much more fully. With this series, A Poet Was There, I'm having a brief humanity conversation of sorts with a poet who has lived particular experiences and expressed them through poetry that speaks to me, and I think to many others, hopefully you. So with this episode, I'm introducing the series. I'm telling you a bit about where it comes from, and I'm inviting you to participate. I'm also featuring the first poet in the series, Nguyen Chi Tien, an amazingly courageous dissident who risked his life repeatedly at the hands of the North Vietnamese to tell his story of decades-long political imprisonment through his poetry. In the movie Contact, starring Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey, the character Ellie Arroway, played by Foster, is out in space. She witnesses what she calls some celestial event. She can't find the words to communicate what it is that she's seeing. What she does muster, though, is to say, no words to describe it. Poetry. They should have sent a poet. So beautiful. I long have appreciated poets for being able to put expression, you know, through imagery, emotion, reflection, to their lived experiences, to environments, places, occurrences, that I have not known for myself and likely never will, except for what I get to read through their poetry. For example, war, political imprisonment, the daily grind of work in a tin can factory, living in seclusion on a mountaintop, and just countless other experiences. I want to know these experiences. I want to know whatever lies within them, the truths, the joys and fears, triumphs, heartbreaks, profanities, revelations. And it was with this in mind that I wrote my poem, I Want Poets. And to give you a better sense of what I'm getting at, here is that poem. When another's world, another's life, another's tether to all that is, is frayed and on fire, I want a poet to tell me what it feels like. To bring me into the pain and the valor, the intensity and exhaustion. To make me wish I didn't have the heart to know, but grateful that I have the heart to understand. When the bombs and the screams and the salty waters of Pearl Harbor collided in chaos and virginities lost and futures being written at an unseen angle, when a parent's child is sacrificed to the hysteria of life's unconscionable mysteries or bullets rip breaths out of bodies, peoples, eternities, and even not-so-far-off lands, when all loses its threads of connection and hatred dials up starvation of another if only because it's an other I want poets to tap the jugular of wine-red life force, to hold a blue flame to the rawest nerves, for they breathe like bodhisattvas when agony sears. I want poets on the front line, so the records show the truth of humanity's addled heartbeat, so my pulse will quicken until it explodes. Only then, with the truth gnawed into our veins, the veins we deny we even share, will I and we and you know what we've done. 
who we've become and how far we've run. So with that in mind, I want poets to take me through their home cities, their lands, their regions. I want them to hold me by the hand and point out to me that slice of humanity that I'd have never known otherwise. There was a time that I was a soldier, but war would not become my experience. So when I was a civilian again and pursuing my own work in writing, I bought the poet Brian Turner's book, Here Bullet. In reading that collection, I felt like Turner showed me the raw sorrows and pains and truths of his experience in war. And like he had taken me as close to that hell as I ever would go. For example, the opening stanza of Turner's poem, The Hurt Locker, with its profane utterances and cries of soldiers feeling the searing and unconscionable traumas of dying in war. He wrote, nothing but hurt left here, nothing but bullets and pain and the bled out slumping and all the fucks and goddams and Jesus Christ's of the wounded, nothing left here but the hurt. For many of the past 20 plus years, wherever I have traveled, be it Chicago or San Francisco or New York, Edinburgh, Scotland or Lucknow, India, or any of the places between and beyond, I have looked for bookstores that carry the work of local poets. Sometimes local needs to be broadly defined. But my wife Becca has patiently hunted with me on occasion, and in Ho Chi Minh City, or Saigon, in Vietnam, we trekked the streets until we found a small bookstore that also sold works in English. It felt hidden away in a building that was more suited to small, nondescript apartments than to a retail space for poetic gems, uh, bilingual ones at that, And it was a few levels above the noisy street traffic, above the circle. Cars, buses, trucks, motorcycles, all swirling around that circle on the street down below. And we reached that bookstore a few levels up by way of blank stairwell. And in that bookstore, I found everything that I'd hoped. In it, I found Flowers from Hell, a bilingual collection of poems by Nguyen Chi Tien. Nguyen was a Vietnamese dissident, and he died in 2012, but during his life spent 27 years in prison for, quote, re-education by the communist regime in Hanoi. It's here with Nguyen that I'm starting this new series, A Poet Was There. I'm starting by pulling works from my own shelves, like his book, Flowers from Hell, and then publishing them in short blog posts and solo podcast episodes like this one, and sharing samples from those books, why they matter to me, a brief profile on the poet. And if you have poets or poems that resonate with you in similar ways, I welcome you reaching out by email, adam at humanitu.com, and sharing them with me, because soon enough I'll be reaching beyond my own shelves, I'll be searching for more experiences that I otherwise just would not intimately, heartfully know, except for the fact that a poet was there. Coming up, today's poet who was there, the Vietnamese dissident, Nguyen Chi Tien. Like I said, I bought Nguyen's collection of poems, translated as Flowers from Hell, in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. This was in March 2018. It was translated and published in a bilingual Vietnamese-English edition. Nguyen opposed the communist North Vietnamese regime. In 1958, he independently published a review translated as For the People. For that, he and two others were placed in a re-education camp. Of the three, only Nguyen survived. Upon release, he joined an anti-communist movement, 
Again, he was arrested for a two-year stint of re-education. Released in 1964, he continued, and then again was imprisoned in 1966 for poems that were considered irreverent toward the government. This time, he would be re-educated for an indefinite period. That period, as it would turn out, would end in 1978, however, when the communists released him because they were making room for new prisoners following the fall of Saigon and the victorious end of the North Vietnamese War against South Vietnam in the United States. With that release, Nguyen was denied any opportunity to work by the government. He sustained himself by letting out his room to prostitutes. With that money, he bought ink and paper, and he finally wrote the many years' worth of poetry that he had composed while in prison and had held only in his memory. And then he devised a plan for getting those nearly 400 poems to the free world. In February of 1979, Nguyen rushed into the British embassy in Hanoi, running past communist guards. He desperately handed off his manuscript and with it a cover letter written in French that explained his intentions. The British welcomed him, and they indeed would help get his poems to the outside world, helping him to tell the story of what was happening under the communist regime there. An English translation of Nguyen's letter, in one long paragraph, was published with his poems in Flowers from Hell. Here is what Nguyen wrote in that cover letter. It is on behalf of the millions of innocent victims of dictatorship, already fallen or dying a slow and painful death in communist prisons, that I beg you to have these poems published in your free country. They are the fruit of my 20 years of work. Most of them were created during my years in detention. I think it's up to us, the victims, rather than anyone else, to show the world the incredible sufferings of our people, oppressed and tortured at pleasure. Of my broken life, there is left one dream. To see the largest possible number of men wake up to the fact that communism is a great scourge for mankind. Please accept, sir, the expression of my deep gratitude as well as that of my unfortunate compatriots. Upon exiting that British embassy, Nguyen was arrested again. The British diplomat sent the manuscript to London. A Vietnamese employee at the BBC got hold of the manuscript and sent it to a Vietnamese magazine in Arlington, Virginia. Flowers from Hell was published in 1984 by the Yale Southeast Asia Studies Program at Yale University. At the time of publication, no one other than his captors knew of Nguyen's whereabouts or status. It was named winner of the 1985 Poetry International Prize in Rotterdam. Here are a few of Nguyen's poems, translated from Vietnamese to English by Huyn San Tung of Yale University. The first one is titled, Each Error Cracks the Heart a Bit and Nguyen wrote it in 1963. Each error cracks the heart a bit, yet time will more or less heal up the wound. But living on red soil is a mistake which time will widen and deepen with no end. In all my days, not seldom have I erred. I have misjudged them, places, moments, men. The error, though, that's ruined my whole life was to believe and trust the communists. Another poem, titled Before a Poet's Eyes, written in 1972. Before a poet's eyes, things hover in between what's real, what's false. A pothole filled with rain becomes the sea. Back stooped over the street, a rickshaw man seems small or looms as large as all those kings renowned in history books. A poet gives the hookah pipe immortal life, can change those lords who've turned the country upside down to higgledy-piggledy clowns. In the benighted land, a poet of this kind has only his bare hands, which the police may manacle at will. To meet such poets, let the world come in and see a jungle concentration camp. 
They'll read you verse that makes your hair, not just Ching Ko's, stand up and sweep off all caps with the yellow star in the jungle night. Another poem that Nguyen wrote in 1969 is called Eyes Shut Tight, I'm Lying Sleepless Here. My eyes shut tight, I'm lying sleepless here. The gong rings loud and long. It's morning now. I'm lying still, dead still. No thought, no dream, just slumbering in shadows, dreading, sad. Shadows of parents aging, dumb with grief. In a vast night where flicker dots of fire, deserted, fit for neither tears nor laughs, the grayest shadows of some wretched loves. It's my own shadow, coughing blood, back hunched. I open eyes, stark looms the prison camp. In Nguyen's manuscript were 191 poems, including one that was hundreds of lines long, and 188, quote, sundry notes, quatrains. Here is one of those notes, number 61. My life's a book I long ago put down. It once had hopes, those sheets all crumpled now. Let winds blow off the leaves and turn it quick to its last page, a plot of dirt brown earth. Nguyen was released in 1990. He spent a total of 27 years imprisoned. He continued to write and publish. Later, he'd live in France for three years. He died in Santa Ana, California in October 2012. Thanks for listening to this kickoff solo episode for the occasional series, A Poet Was There. If you would like to know more about this series and about the Humanity Podcast overall, I invite you to check out links, show notes, and additional episodes at humanitude.com. You also can sign up for the monthly email newsletter there, and you can see what I'm up to as a visual artist, a poet, and any number of things that I do through the humanitude.com site. I'm Adam Williams, creator and host of the Humanitude Podcast. Thanks for being here.